Kristen whispers sonnets. Join me for a sonnet bedtime treat. Hi, everybody. It's Kristen Garth. <laughs> And I'm back again in my bed, where I hope you are as well. And I have had, I'm actually in the bed in mourning today because I, I record these in advance. <laughs> so, because um, I'm a Capricorn, <laughs> we do things like that. So I'm actually still in bed from sleeping very, very long last night because I, um, have this fatigue issue a part of my medical condition I have going on and the only thing I can do it, it gets frustrating because I'm a very hard worker but the only thing I can do when it is bad is just to you know rest and actually give in to that and I'm not a person that's used to that but when I wake up after this long luscious sleep I feel so invigorated and I was just in such a good mood that I decided to do one in that state instead of the sleepy state today. And I hope, because I'm still here with my unicorn in the bed, that you have something to snuggle up with and listen, because I'm going to tell some stories. I'm actually going to read another story the way I did last week, um, and it's a sexy one very mature. We're going to earn our mature rating on Gadget G Radio today, and I'm kind of proud of that. <laughs> See how I wake up? This is going to be a whole different feel. <laughs> anyway, um, so today, the um, theme is of today is the name of a short story that I'm going to read, and I'm going to read two sonnets as well. But the short story is called, You Don't Want This. And the point of the story, I wrote it about my years stripping, but it's also really about kink shaming because the way that I stripped was in schoolgirl outfits and bows in my hair, knee socks, things like that, which bothered some people, although I found in a very hypocritical way because... I, though it sounds, you know, one could say, oh, you know, that sounds like we're encouraging pedophilia. If you have ever seen pictures of me on Instagram or on, I have a very schoolgirl face, but I have a very womanly body. I, I totally, the reason I call myself a woman child is I'm a very complex person. I have a very curvy figure and nobody would ever mistake my body for a child body. I have a Actually, when I was stripping, it was kind of before the years when cosplay became a thing. And uh, I mean, there were people would do it at um, conventions where I went. And when I was in the BDSM world, I would go to these sci-fi conventions and we would have parties and you would see people dressed up as characters. But it wasn't as mainstream as it is now. You know, where just everyone does cosplay. And, um, but that's more what I, I you know, I was like a cosplay schoolgirl that was nobody would have carded as far as, um, my body or anything like that because 
actually where I worked, that was what was kind of funny is a few men who did give me a hard time about it. One time a man was giving me a hard time and he's getting a table dance from a girl who weighs 90 pounds, who's in a bikini and she's dressed up like a, a woman, but she has a very immature childish body and she was tiny a lot of the girls I worked with were under five foot and they would say they weren't you know oh we're not you know dressing like you or trying to whatever but actually to me if you wanted to make a big you know thing about it it was like you have a girl who has a body of a child dressing up as an adult to me is more like what an actual pedophile would do. He tries to adult make a, a child an adult. And whereas me, it was obviously role play. And that's, and I, to me, I don't judge, you know, you're with an adult, you're with an adult, you know, if you're with a child, you know, you need to go to prison and never come out, you know? I mean, I, like I was a childhood sexual abuse victim. So it's very, very important to me that people understand that I have no sympathy for that. But at the same time, I do like role play. And so, but it's very clearly role play among adults. And it, those are two very different things. So anyway, long lecture. <laughs> but that's what I have written a lot about this subject because you know, it bothered me at the time because as somebody who suffered that, I never would want to ever be a part of anything like that. So anyway, (laughs) I'm going to read this story. It's called, You Don't Want This. I don't want this. Your first words to me, smug in your suit, snarky, sigh, fickle flourish in the direction of my braids, a dismissal, you're why I hate roll call. Eight o'clock, beginning of shift, cattle call of bikini blondes off stage and onto the floor to ask for lap dances. These other strippers, tall, tan toned, all tailored to make men like you feel good about yourselves. I'm the schoolgirl, the only one, pale, small, Dark hair, real breast. I'm 18, but I look younger. I'm not the one who will make you feel good about yourself. I'm just the one that makes you feel good. You don't want this. No time to pout. A Marine is putting $20 in my hand, buying me for his quiet friend who can't look me in the eye. He empties the rest of his wallet on me for the next hour too shy to ask once he got me he did not let go he knows he wants this on the way to the dressing room i spy you in the far corner of lap dance alley least lit most sequestered part of the club beside the vip men go there who want to touch to get away with something you're alone at a table drink in hand relaxed smiling My newly honed hustler eyes notice you, eager to be entertained. I smile back. Then I remember, he doesn't want this. I start to turn. Just before you're out of my peripheral vision, I notice your head go erect and your eyebrows follow as you slide what is clearly a bill across the table in my direction. This confuses me. 
I make a gesture. Me? You nod almost imperceptibly, arrogant and coy. Even though your behavior earlier annoys the shit out of me, the $20 makes me hurry. I hold out my garter to collect it. I want this. Your dark eyes twinkle with mischief and lust. You down the rest of your drink. On your lap, in my tiny plaid skirt and five-inch platform, leather, baby doll stilettos, I grind slow circles on your hard cock. It grows quickly. When I lean back against your shoulder, I feel your hot breath on my neck. It warms me everywhere. Do I want this? I pull up the half shirt and my hard nipples pop out. I shyly look over at you, feeling beneath me your own pop of desire rubbing against me through your pants. You look so buttoned up, but your smell, the cologne and something underneath it is of woods and savagery and dirt. You've been mean to me. I don't want to want this, but I want this. Below, I'm grinding as hard as your teeth as I hear I hear in my ear. Above, my fingers slowly touch my breast. I push them together, tweak my nipples. My fingers slowly wander over my stomach towards the center of my soaking wet bubblegum pink panties. I touch until my moan is in unison with your moan, and it drowns out even the relentless rap. And now that I mean it, my pussy grinds on you slow, savoring every second of contact with that hard point inside your pants. Your cock feels like at any moment it will break through those pinstripes and tear its way inside my pink g-string and my pinker tight hole. In this moment, I want nothing more than to climb into this chair and bounce on your cock with abandon. I don't want to stop until I'm filled with cum and it's running down my perfect thighs. I really, really want this. I've never been with a customer, never wanted to, only been a stripper for a month now, but I have learned a lot. I'm just 18, but I work with dancers, some professional whores. They're in my ears all night long, offering up stories and advice. I know so many things I want to try. I've been waiting to meet that irresistible customer. I'd follow back to a hotel and take his money, cock, and the pleasure of release I never get in this place. Someone like you, handsome, successful, smart, from out of town, far away accent, someone like you won't be here long. We won't get another chance. I close my eyes, smell and feel the rough and gentle on you. I'm pretty sure you're older than my daddy, but way hotter. Your hands look like they could break me. My mouth is as wet as I am below with the thought of them all over my body, inside all my secret places, teaching me lessons. I want you to take everything from me and redefine me. Fuck, I want to tell you how much I want 
this. Instead, I do this. I stand on shaky legs and twirl, fingers delicately perched on your shoulders. I look you in those burning brown eyes and I smile. Your mouth hanging a little open, then closes and twists into a wicked smile of angry lust. So intense, I'm terrified and even more wet. I can feel the heat off my skin as I lean in close to your ear. I know you can too. I whisper, cherry blow pop scented breath in your ear. Oh, that's right. You don't want this. And then, with a giggle and a bounce, I push myself up, erect as a cock that's made a tent in your pants. My small body has been shielding. I walk away. You'll be fine. I know some older girl in a bikini is probably already taking your money to replace me. She's closer to your age, knows things. She'll follow you back to your hotel if you want, and has countless sexual techniques. I've heard her describe in the dressing room. She says she can make men worship her. I don't know how to do that. I don't know these things. You two are perfect for each other. She has power. I can see you're so smart and evolved. That's what you want. Being with me, barely even admissible by law, and a child in all other ways, a girl you could lead around by the nose or a leash, designed to your liking and construct that um, would be so wrong. You don't want that. You're such a good man. In the dressing room, I pull off my soaked panties and put on another pair. Reapply my red lipstick to lips which will have to wait another night to suck dick for money and education. I wish they would lose their cherry to that impressive cock out there I felt trying to climb inside my slick, tight hole. It was a mistake, though. A misunderstanding. You don't want this. I fix my braids and head out to find another you. I will be busy all night because you are everywhere. None of you want this. All of you are liars. <laughs> so that was a short story that I wrote. And actually, when I say short story, it definitely was based on my experience, except that I never did a lab dance in my life. And I wasn't 18 when I started stripping. I was 25. But um, I, I, you know, fictionalized a few elements of this, but I did have that experience and I wanted to speak about the hypocrisy of, you know, people who think, you know, they felt they needed to say that to me and always it ended up that if a man said that to me later in the night after he got drunk, he would ask me for a table dance. It was like some weird compulsion that they had to both um, tell me, I don't want this and then want this and Anyway, I just had to write a story about it when I became a writer. So, I it was fun. And obviously, it's like probably the dirtiest thing I've ever written. But I also wanted to write about something that was in there that I, I didn't know how to say in another way was that I would always be accused a, a lot of, you know, oh, you don't 
like, you know, we would do these table dances, which were not like lap dances. We were farther away. But people would accuse you of not having like a sexual desire that, you know, you're just here for the money, which was true. I was definitely there for the money. I mean, I wasn't, wasn't a hobby, but I loved my job. And I knew a lot of girls that loved my job and the part about changing underwear and things like that, because you were turned on was accurate detail of people that I worked with all the time that would happen that you would be dancing for some cute guy and, you know, you were enjoying it on a level that had nothing to do with money. You know, that was just, you know, dancing for some strange man that was attractive. And um, I wanted to comment on female desire in strip clubs, too, that, you know, you're human. And, you know, you might be, I mean, some of the first um, experiences I had with women became because of the strip club. And, again, it was just being in proximity and being close in little clothes. And you um, just, you know, want to experiment with that. So that was another thing I wanted to do with that story was to talk about a stripper, which I was, in as a whole human being, you know, that yes, you might be doing a job, but it doesn't mean that you weren't turned on. And I was definitely turned on a lot. So I just wanted to tell my experience. So anyway, the next poem I'm going to read, well, that was a story, obviously, but this was actually, um, that was a poem, uh, a story that I wrote first about that, and then I wrote um, a sonnet. I took it and boiled that down to in sonnet form so that I could post a um, shorter version of that and kind of give out the same message. So I wanted to read the sonnet version because I think it's fun um, to take a story and tell it in different genres and ways, and for sure. Um, Anyway, here's You Don't Want This. Sonnet. You don't want this. I don't want this. Your smug and stripes. Dark suit. A table dance turned down with taunt. Rye wave. Rebuke my plaid. Rebuff my braids. Pursuit. Two pilots. Table. Over. Cash. Depraved. A dozen dances. Dollars drained, all done too damp to dress, my top against my chest. You suggest, by wave, I stop. Lap dance, not shun, your bourbon bold, sold. Fifty, I'm topless. Pink bubblegum thong grind, your breath behind, your smell, savagery, dirt. Woods where I hurt, still want to play. Your thousand offer declined for hotel stay. I pout, put on my shirt. Dark eyes, I'm honest, haunt me to resist. Weak whisper, but I walk. You don't want this. So... (laughs) Anyway, thank you for listening to two versions of You Don't Want This. And just all I ask is, you know, you go to strip clubs, you know, treat women that work there, um, non-binary individuals, uh, men who work there, treat um, entertainers with respect. And, 
you know, enjoy what they do, but just know, you know, they're enjoying what they do too, probably if they work there. And don't kink shame people, you know, if they're an adult and they're doing something consensual with adults, you know, you don't like it, then, you know, keep it to yourself. I mean, you know, like, I, you know, I have the sexuality I have probably a lot because of the childhood I had. And I know that those things are related and it wasn't a good childhood, but I've made the best of my life and I, I love my sexuality now. I feel extremely fulfilled because I express it. So it, it really hurts me to my core when I'm, um, kink shamed. So anyway, that's just my little message. And this was kind of a vulnerable and also profane podcast. So thank you for staying with me. And I'm gonna say good morning, actually. And then I'm gonna play good morning to you guys. And I'm gonna call us out with our lovely (laughs) music box if I can get it to play because I'm having technical difficulties but I just wanted to say good morning